you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast, get in touch via manblues at gmx.com or at manbluesuk on Twitter. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. Hi, I'm Leon Deggs, and you're listening to Man Blues. In this week's episode, I'm going to be showboating. So I mentioned in a previous episode of the podcast that I've been writing and recording songs over the years, and I promised and or threatened I would play some of them for you, and I never sort of made good on that promise. So I thought because we've reached the 26th episode, which is kind of halfway through a year, and I cannot believe I've recorded 26 episodes so far, well, 25, I thought it'd be a nice idea to play you some of the songs, but well, not necessarily doing it kind of a radio way, but what I'd like to do is I'd like to explain a little bit about the song, maybe just sort of play about a minute of it or so, and then, you know, move on to the next one, just so you can get an idea of the kind of songs I've written. And also, at the same time, kind of understand why it is that I've got these sort of issues with wanting to release things and feeling it's never finished. Because let me be honest with you, I have spent the better part of about 45 minutes just now getting together a list of songs that I wanted to play little snippets of. And I was going through my many folders with my hundreds of songs in it. And I was just thinking, not that one. I don't like the way that's recorded. Not that one. The vocals are bad. Ooh, not that one. The guitar wasn't loud enough. Little things like that. And I just think, bite the bullet. Degsy, come on. Get with the program and just play them. Okay. So first out of the blocks is a song. Um, It was supposed... Right. So long story short, I was together in a band, just the two of us, me and a friend of mine uh, called Lee Marker, and we were signed to a record label called Deceptive Records. Deceptive Records was then swallowed up by Sony. Sony promised they would honour any contracts that Deceptive had. At that point, we hadn't actually signed anything, so Sony dropped us like yesterday's socks. Problem was, we wrote two albums worth of material that we could then record with them because the conversation with Deceptive Records was far enough down the road that we were talking about studio time. So this first song was taken from a demo that we called XLR8, as in Accelerate, because we were so cool. And the song is basically, it's about a guy who doesn't quite fit in. He doesn't quite understand the world around him and he doesn't understand things that people say and the things that people talk about. The song is called The Pesh. So this is the first minute or so of The Pesh by Piecemeal. Said he likes the pesh and he wants to watch them on the stage. And I said, who the fuck's the pesh? And he asked if I knew anything these days. I know who I am and I want to get away from you. I know what I am. So from that same album and or demo tape, we were sort of trying to showcase our talents by using different types of musical instruments and so on, but we didn't really have many different musical instruments. It was mostly guitars and programmed drums and bass and voice. 
So the second song I want to play for you is from the same recording that we sent to Deceptive Records. This song's called Between the Years. Between the Years is a phrase that I heard in Germany quite regularly that refers to the period between the 25th of December and the 1st of January, which is kind of like a no man's land in terms of the calendar. Doesn't quite mean Christmas, doesn't quite mean New Year. And that song's about this. This is Between the Years. So the next song I want to play for you is a song that when I first demoed it to my friend and colleague in the band and I recorded it acoustically and I was full of a cold and when it came to the chorus I really blasted it out because I was at the point where my voice felt better and so on and he was shocked and frightened by it which then of course meant that Every time I recorded that song since, and every time I've played it since, when I get to the chorus, all I can remember is him being freaked out by me suddenly finding my mojo, and it kind of always puts me off. Hopefully you don't hear that in the recording, but uh, here we go. This song's called I Saw the Sun, and it's about losing your father. Now this next song I want to play for you, just a snippet of again, bearing in mind these are only snippets, this next song I want to play for you was a song that I wrote some time ago, very simple, I think there's three chords in it, something like that, but again it shows how versatile a song can be. When it only has three chords you can still get an amazing melody out of it and you can still make a wonderful song out of it. This song is genuinely about nothing and the lyrics are very odd, but I got a friend of mine to sing it, a guy called Chris King. This is the recording I did with him. Now, the interesting thing was I'd already written the song. I knew exactly how the words fit into the song and I knew what the melody was. So I played the song to Chris and then I sent him home with just the instrumental version of the music, gave him the lyrics. And then when he came back in the next day, we just recorded his version of the song. So he'd reimagined completely how the chorus went, how the lyrics all fit into the song. It was just impressive it's completely changed the way the song sounds my original versus his version they don't compare with exactly the same instrumentation this is a song called Seymour featuring Chris King Suddenly Seymour 
stepped out of the rain And he had this to say Nothing is certain in life Nothing in death is uncertain Nothing is there, nothing to fight Nothing is wrong, oh, nothing is right 807, I'm alive in heaven And Seymour stepped out You're going, see more what you're knowing, see more what's the score, see more, yes you, yes you, see more, see more where you're going, see more what you're knowing, see more what's the score, see more, yes you, yes you, see more. So not too long ago, I realised that it's quite time consuming to record with instruments and I'd like to learn how to use MIDI. A friend of mine from work got me into it and I started programming a lot of my songs using MIDI then, which meant I was doing MIDI drums and I was doing MIDI keyboards and MIDI, I don't know, any kind of instrumentation really. Anything to avoid me having to plug a guitar in and playing the songs live to give them a little bit of a different sound. So this next song is a song called A Place Without You, which is about sort of cynical people. You know, when people are talking about, people have their opinions, they're entitled to them, but they don't necessarily need to remind you of their opinions all day long, but some people do. So that's what this song's about. But this is one of the first sort of examples I want to give you of a song that I've done using a digital audio workstation rather than me plugging it into a digital recording unit and playing the drums, recording the drums and all the rest of it. So the only thing that's a live instrument is the vocal. So this is A Place Without Jeffrey's not a nasty man He likes his clothes in black or white But never grey No, never grey Thomas finds it hard to drive He's frightened when behind the wheel But he'd never say No, he'd never say I'll show you a place without you So when I first started moving into recording with the door, the digital audio workstations, I wanted to get some of my songs that would sound really good with synth sounds because a lot of my songs start on the guitar, so I'm trying to make them change how they, you know, what the driving force is behind the songs. And I think if I'm using MIDI technologies, it's going to sound very different no matter what I pick. And I found an amazing plugin. And I know this genuinely, genuinely off topic for Man Blues, but I thought, it, you know, it's treat week. It's, it's, it's not fair for me to have said I'm going to play stuff and then never play it. And then, you know, to then spend this much time actually doing it. But I just think, this song was actually quite poppy, quite sort of repetitive on the guitar. I got bored recording it first time round, but I loved recording it the second time round because I came up with that fantastic musical lick at the start. So this is a song called Retro. Retro, baby, I can see it in your eyes. Retro, baby. 
So sort of in keeping with the door theme and the MIDI theme, nothing like a few acronyms to keep things rolling, this is a song called Simon. This song was written about someone I actually knew and he was one of these kids who I went to school with and he had very controlling parents and they used to argue amongst themselves about who loved him more and about who had his future better in their hands and it was genuinely... I think um, it's kind of helicopter parenting before I even knew what helicopter parenting was but I just saw how much damage it was having to this boy. He wasn't called Simon, but this song is. Please enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear the things you say. I didn't take the heat because Simon was too beat. No, 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 no. There's nothing left to show. Please don't cut me out. I've always gone without. Why, 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 why? You've seen how hard I tried. Pushed him to his peak And now Simon is too weak Now, 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 now I only clipped his brow He was taunting other boys And making too much noise The final example I want to give you of the, the sort of the work I've done with the door, the digital audio stuff, is um, is a song called Sky, and it's about coming to terms with death and coming to terms with losing people and sort of looking around your world and realizing it, that the sky has changed color because that person is now gone, which means the color that they brought to your life is gone. It's another one that I feel would be better without drums, but for some reason I can't. I don't know. Because I, I was a drummer, and for me, the songs all start with, even when I'm playing them on the guitar, there's always a specific rhythm that's being played out by the hand. And I just think sometimes I'd be better off recording these as ballads and just leaving off any kind of non-sort of, what's the word, non-swirly instrumentation. You know, it, it doesn't need to have the drums in there, it doesn't need to have the bass line in there. I need to record a version of this without, and just to see how it sounds. I think it would sound better. Anyway, this is a song called Sky. Why would I do such a stupid thing? Why would I do such a stupid thing? I remember the day the sky turned black It was as though it was trying to take me back Forcing me to remember what I'd done Forcing me to remember everything 
Oh no. Why would I do such a stupid thing? Why would I do such a stupid thing? What's done is done, I can't take it back, but I'll try. What's gone is gone, I can't bring it back. See, I'm also a fan of many different genres of music. I used to listen to lots of thrash metal and death metal. Um, when I was the drummer, I was in a thrash metal band, so you kind of listen to that music to get ideas. I do enjoy pop music. I, I specifically enjoy guitar-based pop, um, but I also quite like rock music, and I, I definitely love ska music. I, I, I just love it. I think it's great. Not so much a fan of reggae, but ska I love. So I decided some time ago to kind of form a ska band that never really went anywhere because it was just me and no one else was interested. And I wrote a song about the law that was published by Lord Whitelaw in the 1980s, which basically assumed every black man or every man of colour um, was out there to commit a crime, which was just bloody awful. And it turned the police into these essentially just racist bots that were just going out and arresting anybody after a certain time of the day. And it was, oh, it was just awful, absolutely awful. All based on the fact that the statistics showed that, you know, black men were more likely to commit crimes. And then the police just went, okay, so we'll go out and arrest all the black men then. And, oh, it was just awful. So I wrote that song about this. Um, so this is a song called White Law's World, and it's this Scar tune. And it will see us out for this podcast. For a cause, the petrol bombs and boots were kicking to get up that your and political flaws. But did it really change a thing? The color is you expressed at the pen of white law, lay the blame well away from him. But deep within those one forgotten London. Suburbs that felt the pressure coming from within. But did it really change a thing? So there you go. That was some of the examples of the songs I've written. Positivity Corner, I've put them out there. They are on my SoundCloud. I will attach uh, my SoundCloud link to this podcast episode so you can go on there if you want and have a listen to all the other stuff that I've, I felt was ready to go up, be scrutinised by the public. I've been Leon Deggs, and this has been an example of me bearing my soul. Thanks for listening. <laughs>